Yo, welcome to the No Stand Zone podcast with me, your host, T.A. It's always a pleasure every time we can be in conversation where I'm giving you my takes and some of the things that are happening around the world of music when it comes to Nigeria, Africa, and the things happening around the world that concerns us because right here, I believe it is all about us and everybody can win, all right? No stands here. And we try to be objective. We give everyone a fair chance on the No Stand Zone podcast. A lot happened this week. A lot happened this week. This week was the Valentine's week. A lot of love, but I the first time I heard the video that you just heard that, that I played at the beginning of the show, it's I just laughed my my behind off. It's just ridiculous. The the things that people come up with whenever the Valentine's season comes around and it's time to buy gifts and things and people break up before that time, which is and it's like clockwork it happens every year that people break up just before valentine's or they make up just after the valentine's day it's ridiculous i've i've read a lot of um stories online this week like my ear don't fool the amount of stories of people (laughs) and the events that happen and people beating each other up literally beating each other up on the streets because of zombie that probably really doesn't really most likely doesn't care about you you know that much but yeah <laughs> a lot i hope you had an eventful week when um talking about valentine i hope you know you were able to share your time with someone that you love and if that person doesn't exist yet for you i, I mean it's not the end of the world i beg it's ridiculous the pressure that you know, we put up uh, no, upon ourselves because some you know, people, other people are in relationships. I think we need to get to that point where you're just secure. If it happens, yeah, it happens. It's becoming harder every day. And I totally understand. I see those videos as well on social media of people talking about, oh, there's either a certain age or they're reaching a point in time in their life where they really want to settle down and they're not there yet. And I'm like, you know, the world hasn't doesn't end there right and i know that yeah it can be a it can feel a little lonely at this time especially if you don't have that one person or persons <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding all right i believe in being faithful with being faithful with one person okay i believe in being faithful with one person that's it if that's how you do it because you know there there are people or religions around the world that they, you're allowed to have you know more than one spouse so i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna come at, at anybody who believes that's the way they want to go at it because it's just the way people are but either way i hope you can find love or you were able to find some sort of love and surround yourself with people who love you as well and seriously valentine's valentine's the whole season and day itself i think it should go beyond just um somebody one person i mean you can surround yourself with family people who love you which is the basis of the whole thing right it's 
supposedly in quotes love right so you should surround yourself with people who love you your family your friends cousins and just eat good food and please I, let me say this before i forget whether you you're a guy because i don't want to make this a guy thing or you know but i think everyone deserves to have at least one person in their life that is good at cooking please i i probably will share that story this story behind this at some point but i think everyone everyone deserves to have that one person in their life that is great at cooking honestly because i experienced some kind of in ridiculous meal this week that i'm like no everyone deserves to have someone special in their life whether a cousin like someone you can rely on you can call on and be like i i want to taste that ogono soup i want to taste that egusi can you please make me that porridge jam can you please make me that jello fries that kind of thing and the person will be like you know what because how i feel about you I'm going to do exactly that for you. Everything I feel like everyone deserves that kind of love and good food, honestly. I I will share that story with you maybe some other time, but yeah, I wish you all I hope the very best and I hope you guys also had an incredible week. So, let's dive into the big story of the day. So, yes. Um for you who do not know, uh the there's there's this um, cipher that is going on right now that was organized by the Chocolate City, one of the record labels in Nigeria. And they've done real work. They've been here for a really long time. They're, they're the, the, the label behind um, people like MI and CK initially. They've been, and Ice Prince as well was also part of that. Brimo um, was also part of that. Jesse Jags at some point. And they put out a cipher this, I'm, I'm not sure if it's this week they put it out, but they put out a cipher and I think they came up with a top 10 this week and they put out the clip. I think there was a beat they were supposed to you know, work on and this rappers will come up with um, with their own like lyrics for the beat, right? Which is basically what a cipher is for you who do not, you know, you're not... Um, you don't know a lot about music and all these things yeah so some it's most it happens mostly for rappers you're supposed to just come freestyle that kind of thing people like um the bet right in the u.s they've done uh, ciphers in the past where they had folks like yes emaya baga who i think is undoubtedly the greatest rapper to ever come out of africa I mean, you can argue with your with your father on that one, but I'm telling you out of fact and it, just knowing what the industry has been like for uh, for years, and I can tell you on like there's no even argument there that he's undoubtedly the greatest rapper ever. And the thing is, I hear people talk about this a lot, like the top ten rappers and all that, and I think this needs to be said. It's like MI is up there as number one. The gap between him and number two is so large. Like, I don't even, I'm not even going to deal with who people have on their list as number two. But the gap between him and number two is is ridiculously, like, there is no, it's not even close is what I'm trying to say. Like, let's just look at the catalog alone and look at how evergreen some of his songs are. Like, I was still, this week, taking a look at his very first album in 2008 and 
his second album and some of the things he was rapping about are still relevant today like he could release those rap records today and people will still be blown away as to how incredibly talented of an artist he is and he's trying to dive into something else today shout out to him but back to the cypher so they put out the the top 10 on chocolate city's um uh, twitter page or x page and honestly i i'm disappointed very disappointed let me give you a back story here shout out to my secondary school um in joss so i actually schooled in joss um at bethany christian academy shout out to to the folks over there back then it was really incredible this was my first my first time um uh, learning about rap music. I was in secondary school. I must have been maybe 12 or so, 12, 13, the first time. And I remember then there's this guy, we're in the same class, probably GS2 or something. And he knew so many rap songs to the extent that people will pay him to put the rap songs into paper, like into, like to write it down, right? That was how rap was at that time, like international rap. And there were no Nigerian rap or rappers that we can rely on. Everybody was talking about, I'm about to age myself now, but <laughs> no, everybody at that time is all about oh, Cisco, break dancing, and, you know, Tupac. And everybody's just talking there. But and me and this guy, we did the business together. He would rap. I would write it down, and we will, we will split some of the you know some of the things we got it wasn't money right because we're in boarding school and we couldn't even spend the money either way right so he would rap i would write it down and then we just give it to whoever it is that needed it and i think that was how it worked for a while and that was my first time ever knowing anything about rap but i felt so disconnected right and the thing is everyone who could rap or break dance at that time they were the coolest people in school like everybody if you could break dance, everybody knew you, you know, the girls tripping for this, whoever it is that could rap and dance, they were the coolest people in school. And I have to admit that, yes, that kind of rubbed off somehow off me. Like, ah. so because I know if you rap now, because I know if you dance now, I know if you get, you know, I know if you get, babe, I know if you get, you know, this kind of, you know, you're, I mean, I'm 12. You, you still, you want that kind of, you know, you want a girl or you want a girlfriend at that age. And everyone was just tripping for those who could dance or rap right well i have to say eventually um i got i became cool myself because i was good at sports i could run i played virtually every sport out there so i well i only had people tripping for me every maybe second term because that's when we had inter house sports and nobody remembers me you know third term or first term so <laughs> that didn't that didn't go too well but i mean i was cool with just being popular at that time but back to my point everyone only tripped for those people who were involved in that kind of thing and for that reason i just didn't like rap the american rap and rapping fast you know there was a time it was you know the you know the best rappers were people who could rap very fast you know there were people like idris abdul karim and and just people like that right but something changed for me and the first time i heard am i a baga rap and I think it must have been, I think he did a, one of the first freestyles he did. I think it was for safe or one of those. I can't remember right now, but I heard, I saw the thing on TV and I something changed in me. All of a sudden I was interested in rap. 
right? So for me, when I when I look at someone who wants to succeed at rap in Nigeria, if your rap is not about the things that happen in Nigeria that I can connect with, then you're wasting your time. I mean, I can literally remember or rap along with with MI from some like his very first album. I was still going back to it this week and I was like, damn, this guy is good. He's almost going to 20 years. And another four years is gonna be 20 years since the release of his very first album. And he's still relevant today. He still released an album in 2022 titled The Guy, which most people don't even listen to today. didn't listen to per se because i'm looking at that that that's probably his fourth best album ever for me i think it's the the first album um mi then followed by mi the movie i think the the next one my favorite is the chairman then osco then followed by um then followed by uh the guy so I'm looking at it like this is how you you can succeed as a rapper and remain relevant and still have fans who can follow you years after because you're rapping about things that connect with them, right? Some of his rap have things like, um, you know, 33. If you know the, the beer called 33, I don't think it, they're still selling it today. If you they're still selling, you guys can correct me. He has rapped about Keke, about Fufu, about Begiri, about like using infusing pigeon with his english and the the bars are dropping right and i hear people who say oh they are rap heads then i'm a rap head but okay you're a rap head and then the only thing you're telling me about is uh, oh jay-z and j cole but i don't care about any of those people they are irrelevant to me if you're arguing with me oh jay-z is the best rapper that is his own for where in day and he's not the best rapper to ever live on in the world before i'm sure some of you are listening oh what are you talking about rap as we know is poetry and beat basically that's what it is all rappers are basically their poets right in some way it's just poetry because they put words together that they they try to um use certain their skills of with of of words or skills with words you put it on a beat and then you know it sounds good you're able to pass a message or you're able to give us a really nice record right so it's just like telling me that um some poet in america is the best poets that has ever lived and i'm like wait what happened to wale shoenka now wale shoenka's writings and books can connect with me some of some of those writings by people in india cannot connect with me if, if a, a rapper in India's his rap might not connect with me most of probably what he's saying will probably be about things that surround him does not connect with me right so how do you say the guy in India is the best rapper in the world right or how can you say the guy that raps in Asia is the best rapper in the world he's the best rapper in their own territory Jay-Z is never gonna rap better than M.I. In my book, he's never, because his rap is never going to connect with me like the way M.I.'s MI's rap does. And I know some people are going to lose their head over this. Yeah, but Jay-Z will never rap or connect. I will never connect with his rap like the way I connect with M.I.'s. It's just the way it is. It's poetry, right? 
It's just the way Wale Shoenka or um, uh, Wale Shoenka's writings will connect with me more than writings by some random poet in that comes from the U.S. or comes from the U.K. Like it's it's just basic science for me, right? It's it's just the way I see it. So that's kind of like where I see where a rapper should be and there are those who are doing it who have done it as well in nigeria i don't want to call other names because we're talking about the best of the best right here right so when i saw the 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 entry for the cypher those people who put their names in and not i i all of them were like one afina you know using the n-word using the m-word you know MF, and I'm like, who are you tr- people trying to connect with? I put out a tweet this week. I said, I was like, who are these rappers trying to connect with? Just on the business level, how do you want to make an album? Of the 10 of you that were picked in the top 10, none of you are rapping about things that I can connect with, right? You're, oh, Finna, wanna, uh, using American accent for me like how do you make an album that i can listen to is the question here how do you make an album that i can listen to so i'm i looked at this cipher and i was so disappointed in all of the people who submitted here right and i cannot even blame the chocolate city people because i mean it's what you submit that you're gonna eventually pick a winner pick a winner from that group right so that's what i'm looking i looked at the people who submitted for the cipher and i'm like yeah None of you have a future in this industry. It's not a cost. Like, nobody said it's swear for anybody. I'm looking at it. If your rap cannot connect with a regular person, how do you how do you want to make a living? And some of the rappers who were in this top 10, some of them have put out records. Some of them are known people. At least we know them on a you know their upcoming level. And I've not still heard anything groundbreaking or that can draw me to them. And I'm like... The best of the best has given you a blueprint of how to do this thing. And none of you are still able to connect, right? I mean, there are folks like Eriga doing it in the South South there. There's Fino. You don't have to speak English. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you has like you can connect with people. I don't understand everything Fino says, but he will always be highly regarded in my book than any American rapper or European rapper ever. Because he's us. He's me. He's I'm him as well. He's Nigerian. Right? I would always connect with him. Now I don't understand everything he says in Igbo, but I respect that. He's still holding on to that till today. And there are tons of people in the southern part of Nigeria who understand Igbo who connect with him. The only difference between here and everywhere else is that imagine if the middle class in Nigeria was good and the middle class, you know, was wealthy. Like the way it is in you know you know more developed countries. Imagine if the middle class was wealthy. Fino doesn't need to go anywhere outside of the South South. He'll be good. There are people in the U.S. There are rappers in the U.S. today who are who are feeding their families because they are rap. They are just popular in what they know what they call the West Coast side in the West part of America. They are only known in the West Coast. That's the Western part. Kasukwe, you know, Mo talks say the Western part of Nigeria. 
there are rappers who are eating in that America today because they are, they are not even known nationally like in the whole world or America or anything. They are just popular in the western part of, Am- of America and they are eating and they will feed their family for the rest of their lives and they are balling. I'm not even talking about say small money. They, they ball because the, the people in those in that west coast is enough to keep them. They have enough fans who can pay for merch, go to their concert. They don't have to sell stadiums to be known, right? So, I mean, it's just unfortunate because of the way things are, right? So I'm looking at these rappers and I'm like, none of you have anything that can draw me towards your music because you're, you're obviously not going to release an album filled with all these one-off, 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 and doing gun signs in your videos. And I'm like, yeah, go to go to South LA or go to Detroit. Go and be doing your rap, rapping there, of which there you don't still stand a chance because you know how many underground rappers are there that people don't even know yet. You're not going to stand a chance against those people. And not even in today's world where it's all about streaming and you can put your music online. Nobody's going to hear your stuff, right? Like, so I'm just lost for words. Like, people are not learning. People are not researching, just trying to get better. None of the top 10 were rapping in anything that I could hear and say, oh, I, I connect with what you're saying. Right, because unlike let's say R and B, for example, where even if you know they hear what the person they sing, like you don't hear what the person is singing, or you can you, the voice can draw you in, the beat can draw you in. With rap, you your rap has to be what's drawing people for longev for for my my tongues my tongue now for for you to last in the industry, right? Your rap has to draw people in. You, how long do you want to do keep doing Fina Winner in Nigeria? Like, so yeah, that was my my honest opinion on the cipher that came out that they put out this week. I'm just so disappointed. And the thing is, nobody will talk about this until when something happens with rap again. And then they're gonna be like, oh, rappers, I know you're not supporting rappers, but you're not connecting with the audience. Maybe you should stop listening to Jay-Z and J. Cole and start listening to MI. And start listening to Ladipo. Listen to somebody that is trying to connect with the audience where they are. Because the thing is this, and I, I said this over a year ago when there was this conversation around rap. And I said this, the success of rap anywhere in the world is local. No rap succeeds internationally without first succeeding local. Because it's, it has to connect with the people around it first. Right, your most popular American rappers today, right? They still had to blow up locally first. You are not going to have a love one tinty kind of blow with your rap. It's never gonna happen because now, where, are, for example, where are people making most of their money today? It's in America, right? We are exporting it to America. That's where everybody's going, selling, and all that. Everybody wants to go to America. Is where the money is. Do you think somebody is going to pick you? Rapper, do you know how many rappers are trying to get out? They are trying to come up in America. Then some of they will now pick one rapper from Nigeria with that with your accent, and it's going to be obvious. Even if you don't have accent, you're not like you Where are you going to say you come from? Where are you going to say you come from? In the, uh, where New York? You're going to say you come from Texas or California? You were not born there. Like I'm, t- I'm, and I'm, I'm using telling you these things because those are the things they use in the in America there in America to as validation for their rappers. Oh, where are you? Who are you? Where you come from? Who who do you know? Who knows you? It's basically how people come up. 
right? Go and ask Bonner Boy. He wanted to release an, uh, a, a hip hop album. He went ahead. You know, you have to kiss everybody's ass. And I mean, even he had is attempting to do it after he has gotten to a certain stage in his career. So you are just coming up. You are not blowing. You're not going to blow from this winner, winner. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. How many rappers do you know in Japan? You probably don't know any, but are you telling me there are no rappers in Japan? Oh, how many rappers do you know that are from El Salvador? Are you telling me there are no rappers in El Salvador? There are rappers everywhere because it's just poetry and beat and hip-hop has become so big. Hip-hop and rap has become so big today that it exists everywhere. There are different versions of it everywhere. I saw a video this week. I don't know if they were, but I think they were Chinese and they were, you know, doing hip-hop dances and rapping in Chinese. They probably will never be known outside China because you're rapping in Chinese. The rest of the world doesn't understand it. And the people you're going to make money from, I mean, you cannot rap outside of where you are. So, I mean, I just tried to, I mentioned this thing last year and hoping that people listen, but we're here where we are again. And they're still giving us mediocrity and and something else will happen with rap again, maybe before the end of the year, because it happens every year. There's always something about rap. Something will happen again by the end of the year. And then we're talking about, oh, how people don't support rappers. No, I'm not going to support mediocrity. If you want to rap winner finna, go to America there. Or go and look for a record label that will sponsor you. Or advertise your Disney in America. Let, let's see where you get it. People are not learning. People are not. People are not listening. It's just what I'm. Just so disappointed. And the thing is, I want them to win. I want them to succeed. But we're where we are, and you're rapping one of for who? Man, shh. let's move. <laughs> let's move on to the next big story. <laughs> All right. So another new music Friday. Uh, this past week, and for the second week, I'm not impressed with what i'm hearing i know it's still early in the year and yeah a lot of the big names released music last week and i'm not even looking for music from any of the from many of the big names right now to be honest um because i like to like discover new new people um new artists and just listen to their music um and i have been impressed with some of the some of the artists that I've heard about in the last what in the in the yeah in the last year I, I would say I've been really impressed with what I have heard I mean one of them for, for example is Morave and I will speak about her in just a bit I think it has not been said enough um, how incredible of an artist she is and a future that I think she would have in the industry. I'll speak a little bit about that in just um, in just a bit. But just to give you an idea of people that I've been impressed with a lot this past year, and some of them are not like big on the mainstream right now, but they released incredible projects this past year. I'm not going to go into a ton of them. Just mention at least one or two. One of them is Azawi. Um, this incredible lady from the eastern part of, of uh, eastern Africa. I and I said she released the best album from a female artist last week last year and it, this saying from a female artist is not to put her down it's because she released a pop album like an afrobeats album 
a pop Afrobeats album and it sounded so good, just not from the engineering alone, but just the con like what she was singing about. It, I was impressed, right? And how how good um, the project was. And I think I was the, probably the only one tweeting about it. I can tell you on the whole continent when you talk about talking about people who just review music and are paying attention, right? She the album is titled Sam Kofa. I think it was one of the best projects from last year, which most people did not, as, as usual, most people did not pay attention to. Another one is by this guy called November. He, unfortunately, the album that I saw, I think it's from 2021, which is really sad. I thought it was a project from last year when I was listening to it. The album was from 2022, um, uh, my uh my bad. And it's titled Escapade. Escapade. You guys should go listen to it. I think he's incredible. His name is November. The album is titled Escapade. And this incredible lady, uh, Azawi, with uh, the album Sankofa, she released last year. So talking about New Music Friday real quick. CK released a new music. Two songs, by the way, that I have listened to. And I don't know what is next for CK. I think talking about CK and everything that has happened with him, I need a whole new um, episode to kind of dive into that because I wasn't impressed with the two songs. And I don't want to come out saying strong, like negative about it, but it wasn't good. I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. I don't know where he goes from here. He had an incredible, you know, couple of years, with the hit single Love One TT. He released an album last year. I mean, people said what they said about the album. It was good. It was this. I probably like maybe one or two songs of that album. And it looks like probably he's going to release again something this year. I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest with you. This is not a shot at him. This is me giving my honest take. I'm not. Unless something drastic happens, I wasn't impressed um, about it. Um, Asha also released a new project. So let me just tell you, Asha cannot do, she cannot do any wrong in my book. She is maybe top two of my favorite artists of all time. So I'm, I'm just waiting for what she's got next. Uh, uh, she released an album about two years ago. She's had some issues with producers in the industry. Um, and I'm just glad she's getting back to just releasing music because she has had like almost 20 years um, of history in the industry without a, a dent in her reputation. So for what happened the last time and the issue she had with a producer, I was just kind of thrown aback. But I think I think it's a one time thing. I don't think it's who she probably is as a person. I'm sure they will resolve that and hopefully they do uh, resolve it. Um, yeah, she can get back to releasing music. I cannot wait for um, Asha's new project. She cannot do any wrong in my book. Whatever she comes up with in my book is incredible, okay? Um, yes, but outside of those, it's been really slow. It's been a slow... I think it's going to be a slow year, honestly, um, because I don't see any of the big guys releasing music this year. I mean, Davido, I think he's still going to be going on tour. That album... Unfortunately, you know, with the awards that didn't go his way, I think he still released a classic project, at least for him. Um, 
he uh, the project is something he can be proud of and i think there's still so much more he can milk of that album he's still gonna be doing a couple of shows i think in europe as well so i don't see him releasing new music maybe a day only gold is one that would release new music this year we have to wait and see how that goes i heard a snippet of a song that might come out soon and as i was listening to it my heart just started beating fast i was like oh my god like it was so good that i i think he's tapping into something special here another side of him that i cannot wait to hear to hear and see what um adekunle gold uh comes up with next right so um that being said let me move to what i wanted to talk to you about and um about morave she is signed to the same record label as davido right i think it's 30 bg records something i don't know and i don't think the folks over there in that record label there know what they have in their hands i have said i have felt this way about very few artists for you who do not know i've been behind the mic as a radio host for the past for over 10 years as a radio producer radio host you know training people and all that and very few artists have come my way or i've heard their music and i've just been like that one that is it one of them um uh that one of those kind of artists that shocked me that when i first heard their music is iris star at that time i think i was running that we're running this top songs of the week and that year must have been 2019 or so her song sorry i heard that song first and i knew for sure that there was something special about her now whether she you know she's big and successful today doing incredible things and i couldn't have seen all of everything she's doing today but i knew of course hearing that she was special another person like that is thames as well and even when thames blew up at that time when she did i was already doing my radio show here in the states and i had a couple of people reach out to me when she did the song with uh when the essence blew up uh, and they were like is that not the girl you were talking about is that not what and these are people who the afrobeats was not as big as it is today in the u.s and people were like oh is that not the girl you were talking about and i was like yes and i have felt the same way about king maddie i will beat my chest and tell you that before anybody was tweeting about her i was the first time i heard her song i think it was the month the song came out as i listened to see finish that's the very first single i had goosebumps in my body just listening to it and i was tweeting about it just because i don't have a billion followers on twitter but I was tweeting about that there's something special about this girl. There's something special. I was even trying to give her a nickname like QM, Q, you know, MQ, just trying to, you know, play around it because I thought she's really that artist. So I have given my takes on this. And this is not just me talking into the sky. This is, you know, based on just being able to hear good music. One, and I can tell you again that Morave is a special artist. There's the tendency for so many artists to sound alike today, either sonically or they're using the same beats or, you know, things like that. But I think Morave is special. 
And unfortunately, I don't think the people around her, the record label around her, recognize how of a rare talent she is today when it comes to just sonically and how what she's singing about what she's actually singing about and for me on i think i'm saying unfortunately a lot because i'm seeing so many wrong moves or i'm not seeing the right moves being made for her for example she released the project last year her very first ep right and I was amazed at the record that was picked out of you know that EP to be the major single. Till today, as I'm speaking to you, the song that I think is the best of that album and should have been the one they put out there, no, they haven't even touched the song yet. I put out a tweet last year, and you, whenever I say this, I put out a tweet. These things can be verified. You can go to my Twitter page. is at TA Sound, at T-I-A-E Sound. To go check it, just go to my page. There's a search on top there. Click search and just click Morave or click you know King Maddie and just verify what I'm talking about. And I said, this song, Kondo, Kondo, from this album, titled Ravi, from this EP, I should say, is the best song of the album. Nothing has been done about the track. I also asked, I said, I put out a tweet asking, who is the person who produced this album? I haven't seen his name anywhere else. His name is Oluwafemi Joseph Olariwaju. And I put out a tweet. I said, who is Oluwafemi Joseph Olariwaju? Who is this person? Who is this person? Because this beat here is special. <laughs> Just listening to the album, like it's not a 20 track EP. So I those little things that I see here makes me feel like I don't think they on that end recognize how much of a special talent. And I think most people even don't know because most people just don't listen to tracks or records like that. They just listen and, oh yeah, you know, Tungba, Tungba, Ide Naki, Ide Heat. But there's so much more to, to records than that. And I just want to say that Morave special. Unfortunately, I don't think the team there recognizes how much of a special person she is. She could be the next big thing when it comes to pop music in Nigeria. In fact, the next, the, the only person that I think she even mirrors right now is Yemi Alade. The last person I know that at least maybe sonically is similar or just from the aura, the aura that she brings out, that that energy from the videos as well and from her voice. The only person I see coming that I can see her mirroring is Yemi Alade. Yemi Alade is one of one. She is one of one. She's in a league of her own. There's like the Niger artist and the artist, there's everybody else, and there's Yami Alade there. And she is, I have said about her that she's creating a blueprint of how to how to excel, how to make money as an artist in the 21st century, like today. And people are not paying attention. She's making money and not even caring about what is happening in Nigeria. She goes to her East African and French-speaking countries and makes her money there. And cares and cares nothing 
about what others are doing. While other people are trying to, you know, they're trying trying records here today. She doesn't care whether Nigerians mess with her records or not. She has created a niche for herself and she can succeed on that. Right? She can succeed on that. She doesn't need the Nigerian bloggers. She doesn't need the Nigerian whatever. She can she can excel wherever she is right now. Like that's what is working for her right now. When last did you even hear Yemi Alagi Alade in Nigerian discussions? Because she has found what is working for her and fans that love her to death right now. So I'm saying this about Morave. I think she is special. She's got something special in her that I haven't heard from any female artist, any of the female artists today. And I think that is an advantage for her because you, one of the great things that separates people is if you if you sonically can hear somebody and be like, oh, that is that artist, right? That's one of the best things. If you hear, oh, like, oh, that's... um. That's Burner. Oh, that's David O. Instantly, you know. Oh, that's Tiwa Savage. Uh, like, oh, that's Shea Vibes. Oh, that's, you know, you know, if artists can, not too many artists have that. I think she's got that. I think she's special. She released that project last year and so many people had criticisms because, you know, people in their stand corner, you know, Whiskey fans rubbishing her because she's from, you know, she's moving with David O. Like, it, it was just so hard for her to get out and just like lift her head out of the water. On the day of the album release, people were clowning her, right? They were not even talking about her work, her project. They were talking about the video and, and Wizkid. And I cannot imagine what that must have felt like as, a, as, a, as an upcoming artist and releasing your very first project to the world. And people are talking about everything else outside of just that project. I think it was an incredible project. One of the most promising um, debut projects from a Nigerian artist. So I just, I'm, I'm wishing her the very, very best. I needed to share that with you and just have it on record. All right, that's all I've got for you today on the music. All right, let's go to Beyond the Zone. I'm excited about this one. I've got a lot to share with you. A lot of <laughs> incredibly silly things happened this week. I cannot wait to share with you. Let's go to Beyond the Zone, talking about the things that are happening outside of music. Okay, let's move on to... Um, things that happened this week beyond music. And this one is just a sad one. And it, it just, this one, I could not wrap my head around how this could happen. I'm sure you already know what I'm talking about. Nigeria did not win the African Cup of Nations final game. We lost to Ivory Coast. I'm sure a couple of you know that already. But this story is not about that. It's about the backlash and the aftermath of that. So we had trolls on on the internet actually blame Iwobi, who's a midfielder for Nigeria, who's doing incredible work also in the English Premier League in England, where he plays his professional football. But trolls on the internet, I don't know how they came up with this, decided to blame the whole loss or the poor performance of Nigeria on this one player, it will be. And initially when I saw it, I was like, oh, maybe this you know, people are just angry, this will pass and all that. But no, this went for on for a few days. 
In fact, Iwobi had to delete his pictures on Instagram just to get away from the trolls. But this story got better, which is this is my favorite part of the story. The, all the Nigerian players stood with him because I'm like, of course, that's what's going to happen. So he had people like, yeah, African player of the year, Osimen. He didn't even speak about it. He just ignored the press. Shout out to the to the players who came out and actually spoke about uh, spoke about it, at least telling people that this is not just a, a fault of one player. A few of the Nigerian uh, Nigerian players posted on the internet supporting um, supporting Iwobi. But I'm like, how is it that these players give their very best, right? And as bad of a performance as that final was, and some of the performance during the course of the uh, of the tournament, as bad as it was, there is no excuse or no reason why one player should have to go through all of that. There is no reason why. It's like we're eating our own self. I didn't. I could not wrap my head around how this became a bigger story than it already was like oh yeah nigeria no win you know one person no play well fine but to get to that point where it becomes cyberbullying because exactly what that became and i heard some ridiculous statement as to oh if he cannot take criticism then he should not be playing. i'm like no that's not criticism what the internet and the trolls did to did to it will be that's no criticism that was something else that i would never stand with like and it's so ridiculous these people and you know because they have such loud platforms and you know big platforms and loud voices on the internet it's like what they're saying it sounds like what they're saying is truth but it's just all bs all cap bs and they are just trolls. These people have nothing good working in their lives for them. It will be is there doing his very best. Like these guys are professionals. They go into these competitions wanting to win it all. Nobody, those guys are not going there to just do, just give minimum, minimum effort. If not anybody else, Iwobi is one that I he has not shown us to be that kind of player or that kind of person who just wants to give bare minimum. It's because we don't want to put the blame where I think most of the blame should go. And it's the tactics of the coach in that final game. It was terrible. But having to narrow all that criticism and put it on one person is just ridiculous. And again, I think we forget, and I've mentioned it here, I think probably last last podcast, last episode, that Nigeria's over-index on social media presence. So if Nigerians are tweeting about a certain person, it becomes global. It becomes trending worldwide. The Ghanaians were not trolling their own players, right? Neither did, you know, Egypt troll Salah for not playing great in the competition. Neither did Morocco troll Amrabat for not playing well in the competition. Like, I'm just, I I, I don't know why we're, you know, why some of us are like this. Because I was about to say, well, I'm like, yeah, you're Nigerian too. <laughs> 
but I don't know how, why. But I think we need to do better. And I like some of the conversations that happened around this where people just really came hard on these trolls. Like, you guys are nothing. What are you, social media influencers? And you think, yeah, that's, yeah, that like that is the greatest achievement one could have ever. How does that add to anybody's life? But as always, trolls will be trolls because they don't have anything great working in their lives. They want to pull other people down. And it's just so, so, um, so, so unfortunate. Um, it's just sad how that whole event went. And I was just amazed as to how far people are willing to go to tear themselves or tear how far we can go, you know, to tear each other down. It's just, um, it's just really, really crazy for me. Um, and I just cannot get myself to explain how we get there as a people to that how we got to that point well it's just um just really sad all right so um another thing that happened outside of music and this one also has to do with um has to do with sports see i'm sure you guys would say but see potable i think he's an incredible human being I, you guys would say i've come again i played one his video uh a video he put out last week and i think this guy is always so good with dropping gems I don't think you guys understand what I'm, you know, what is going on here. I don't think you do. But it will actually said something this week that just it really impressed me. And he was talking about, I think, the quality of Nigerian players that we have on the field right now. And the, his point here was so, so like on point. He was very spot on. Now, as someone who played street football for so many years in Nigeria, I can connect with what he's saying. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's just listen to what he said, what Portable said here real quick, and I will just, we'll just come back. This is Portable talking about the quality of the players in the national team. <laughs> so for you who do not understand Yoruba, he was saying there that he knows some boys um in parts of Lagos who will play better than the, the team did the national team did and i can tell you for one that i have played with some guys that we call senior men who have played in europe and i and there were some of some other boys who are trying to come up that i played with a few years ago a couple of years ago and i'm like how how are these guys not getting out there i've played comp like street competition like from different parts of lagos and i can tell you that i'm shocked that year after year, the quality that we have on the national team, and this is not a, 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 a what I don't what's the word now. This is not to rubbish those players, but at least from what we are seeing, and for what Portable is saying, which I agree with a hundred percent, the talent we have on the field for sure does not reflect the talent that is on the streets. If you play a lot of street football, there's a lot of talent there. That you you for sure we are not seeing that talent reflect in the national team. I portable is on point. Portable for me, I think he's he's a prophet. 
Potable is a poet. He is incredible. I think he was on point with this year. And I was thinking about it all throughout the week. And when I saw the video, it just had me reminiscent of my time of playing um, street football in Yanopaja. For you who, who know or you are around that area, um, there's this field behind uh, the police station at um, um, at uh, Gowone State Junction there. There's a police station there and there's this field behind, oh my God, a lot of history, a lot of memories um, behind that field there. And then I used to be called Professor <laughs> because I wear glasses and whenever I come to the field, I have my glasses on. And of course, I don't play with the glasses, but you know, I need to, I need to at least find my way to the field. And because of that, they used to call me professor. Um, Great times, great times, great times. And finally, before I go, I mean, shout out to my Ghanaian brothers. Since Nigeria did this uh, Guinness Book of Records, my Ghanaian brothers are like, no, they will not agree. I don't know what um, this is called, beta (laughs) ton. I saw this this week and I'm like... People, people, find other things to do. Find other things to do. If you want to go viral, find other things to do. My brother, as at the time of this video, I haven't confirmed um, whether how far he has gone, right? But from this uh, post I saw, Ghanaian guy is as embarked on a 600 hours bathathon. <laughs> Someone said this guy never bath for like seven days now. Why? I'm like, bro. Go find some other Guinness Book of Records to beat out there. This is just ridiculous to me. Ghana, Ghana, Ghana. What do you know you do? And my Ghanaians, my Ghanaian brothers, my Ghanaian brothers. <laughs> All right, man. That's where we round things up on the show for today, man. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. I will be back next week, same same time. Please don't forget to follow on social media. We're available um, on Spotify. Uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow on X is uh, no stand pod at no stand pod or follow me TA sound that's T-I-A-E sound for latest updates um, on the podcast. As always, please don't hesitate to leave a review. Yes, on Spotify or Apple, leave a review and just give us that five star. I mean, we don't need to try now. I've asked you guys for feedback and you guys have said, you guys have been telling me it's great. It's great. Please just try leave the, the review on the on the platforms right on either on spotify on apple or acast.com forward slash no stand pod okay just leave a review all right to help what we're trying to build here all right thank you very much i will be back next what yes next week sunday or <laughs> next week monday because you're getting this on the monday i'm recording this um on sunday um then we can talk about loads more other stuff as always if you want to give feedback you want to reach out to me you want to tell me stuff you want to you you want to give get my take or my opinion on something you can send um the email to no stand pod at gmail.com that's no stand pod at gmail.com or any of the on x whichever one you're okay with all right that's what we're on is please don't drink and drive don't text and drive i remain my humble self ta until next week bye for now bless <laughs>